Welcome to issue 188 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me tonight is Steve. Hi, Daniel. How are you? Good. How are you? I am delightful enough. Oh, okay. And speaking of delighted that he's here, Mike, how are you? Hello! Yes, thank you, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Did Mike bring his own fan club? Because that's fantastic. We just Um, discovered Discord soundboards. Wow. Um, Yes, Uh, the kids found a new toy, everybody, so sorry. (laughs) Um, It'd be a crime not to use it. It would. It would. Okay. Nice. Uh, That's my one time. Okay, Okay, yeah, we're done. We're done. Um, We're done. Yeah, we're done until the next time. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm doing great, Daniel. How are you? Oh, good. Good. I'm glad that you're doing great. Yep. Um, but let's yeah. not let's not dwell on me. Let's dwell on you, particularly me? what's on your mind tonight, Daniel. Well, Mike, I'll tell you, Steve. I'll tell you too, since you're here. Oh, thanks. We got an email from Down Under. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Just to preface this, I want to say to Mark, sorry that we got this email. Like nine months ago and we're just getting to it now but hey we're getting to it wow well (laughs) sorry mark but think of the extra time that gave us to come up with really good answers to your question so i've already answered one (laughs) yeah i think you have um hey villains says mark i've heard mike tell me to email you enough times that i felt i needed to finally write in (laughs) See, all that pestering Mike pays off. I love listening to your podcast and always enjoy taking on the perspective of a villain and seeing the game through their eyes. Listening to your podcast often reinvigorates my interest in the game because I want to see Iron Man mowed down by some encounter card you highlight. That's right, Mark. Oh. I have a couple of questions for what's on Daniel's mind. Now, I think he means this segment, not just I'm answering this, right? I think that's true. Yes. <laughs> Good. Now, Question one. I think we should tackle these in turn. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. I've heard each of you at different times in the Cardboard of the Rings backlog. So I know you're all big fans of the LOTR LCG 2. How would you compare the two? Do you prefer one over the other? And if so, why? Huh. How do you compare the two? I think there's a lot to compare. Yeah. They Um, are. Obviously, they have a lot of similarities. I mean, they have the same developer. Caleb Grace, right? Yep. And there's a lot of similarities with encounter cards and boost cards via versus shadow effects. The card types of events and attachments and treacheries heroes. and things like that. Yep. Um, but there's quite a bit of difference in the gameplay, right? Lord of the Rings, yeah. you are actively questing and then trying to defend against the bad guys in order to complete your quest while in marvel you're it's the bad guy who's actively scheming and you're trying to stop him so there's like sort of like a yin yang going on there i think yeah it kind of feels like your lord of the rings quest you know you're you're going on this quest and it culminates in some boss battle or something at the end whereas marvel is like 
this is the boss battle. This <laughs> whole thing is the battle. Like that's all there is. Yeah. Right. So in in Marvel, the bad guys are the protagonists, and in Lord of the Rings, you are. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're, yeah. you're reacting in Lord of the Rings, but not quite in the same way that I think Marvel is a reactive game. They're both pretty mathy, right? And so yeah. I think it's easier to compare them mechanically than say if you put Arkham in the mix of this question. Yeah, that's um, a completely di- completely um, different beast. Yeah, where Arkham is just basically a narrative storytelling game that's got a, a neat like the the chaos bag is a neat, a neat concept, a neat. It's essentially the the shadow cards or the boost cards of that game, but it's a lot deeper. Um, so I think I think these two games are incredibly similar. Yeah, I think it's been brought up before. Like theme is obviously a, a big difference, but more than the theme is how that theme gets woven into the mechanics. Like Caleb has said that when you're playing Marvel you need to feel like a superhero, right? There's a reason why you can do 20 damage in a turn. There's a reason why you have Cyclops' eye beam that shoots through people. (laughs) Um, Lord of the Rings isn't like that. Like, you you have your big moments, but it's not... You don't feel overpowered like that. Yeah, you struggle a lot in that. Yeah, Yeah. like, in Lord of the Rings, you snatch victory from defeat. Yes. And in, mm-hmm. in Marvel, if you get beaten, you did something terribly wrong. So there's also a difference in deck building, both the encounter deck and the hero deck. Um, right, Lord of the Rings, you have three heroes and multiple spheres. Marvel, it's one hero with one aspect, so it's a, a, a different style of deck building there. But you also get in Marvel, you have the whole point of the show you know, mix and match like crazy homebrew, add this, don't play with this card, put in these modular sets. And Lord Mm -hmm. of the Rings does not have that. It, you could be tricked into thinking you do because there are different encounter sets, but there's no mixing and matching, right? Right. It's, you must use this set. If the story and the mechanics are going to make any sense at all. I think with that one exception of the competitive version of the game where you can kind of build your own, Right. Um, that's a very niche, very one scenario kind of thing in Lord of the Rings. So that's another big difference. Um, and because of that difference, I think I like Marvel better. Although I, I have to agree. With you. Okay. My lore, like my nerd is Lord. My first nerd love is Lord of the Rings though. Like theme wise, I love the Lord of the Rings, like more than Marvel. Um, but like just gameplay and being able to sit down and play a game and not get the math and be able to deck build and stuff. I like Marvel better. I totally it's, agree with that. It's certainly, it's standing on the shoulders of giants, right? Because you had the Lord of the Rings and then what, five years later, Arkham came on the scene. Maybe it was more than that. And then a few years after that, Marvel comes on the scene. Yeah. So it, in a way, like of course it's a cleaner game. Of course it's well. I say I say cleaner, but we we just finished an episode where we debated the use of while and you. So um, perhaps not so clean anymore. But uh, it's certainly um, taken a lot of the same context. Uh, uh, the context taken a lot of the the skeleton, but changed a few things. There's now the smaller deck size. You now cycle your deck faster. Resources are done slightly differently, and it, it a lot of it has kind of smoothed out. Uh, Lord of the Rings is still a fantastic game, and I actually 
I think I'm going to say I still enjoy that one better, and it's largely theme-wise. Largely theme-wise, yeah. and because I do like how you can build more than one sphere slash aspect, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm -hmm. You can make your, your team as specialized or as diverse as you want, and that helps you cover a few more areas, which is especially awesome in solo play. Right. Now, yeah. one other thing that I think about in comparing these two is having taught both games to many people marvel's a lot easier to teach absolutely it absolutely yeah. is and and they're just as chunky kind of mechanically but there's just something about marvel that makes more sense and i think it's because you have one hero i think and the phases resource matching the theme yeah like yeah like there's multiple phases in marvel but there's only one hero phase right Whereas in Lord of the Rings, it's am I questing? Am I attacking? Yeah. Am I traveling? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I do think Lord of the Rings though has a better overall story, even with the campaign boxes in Marvel. Like the story that you get in a cycle for Lord of the Rings is probably overall better. Just, oh, yeah. just because of the world it's set in. Yeah. One thing I'll say to Daniel's point, Daniel's absolutely right about the teaching part. Um, however, addendum to that is that if you know one of the games it's really easy to pick up the others because yes. mm -hmm. a lot of the keywords are the same even if some of the language is slightly different surge means surge in both games right yeah right so that, like the, a lot of the the keywords and mechanics still carry over well and ffg does that a lot like if you have played imperial assault you can pick up their role-playing game a little easier it has similar dice mechanics uh you know, if you've played Arkham Horror, the card game, you can get Arkham Horror, the board game, or Eldritch Horror, because they're kind of, yeah. they, they're good on reusing terms and icons and symbols and stuff, thankfully. so. Well, let's move on. I was going to say, that's a good number one. What else have we got that's here? I know. Um, but what's also nice about that question is, is Mark speaks to the fact that, really, guys, it's through LOTR that that's how we became famous. Yes. Yeah. Or so, infamous. <laughs> um mark's second question favorite scenario and modular combo and why it's oh, tough that's a i tough answered this tough. months ago on air you did yeah, you did mike did why don't you quickly yeah. remind us and then what episode so people can go back to it uh episode i don't remember but oh it would have been the iron spider sinister six episode i believe okay. because uh my favorite scenario for this is mysterio because Mysterio has that pacing that yep, that's right. uh, it hits you right when you need it, when you need to be hit. But Iron Spider Sinister Six is one of those minion-heavy sets where the minions do a lot of different funky things, but they're a little bit tougher than, say, Sinister Syndicate. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Spot World. Spot, of course. Of course. <laughs> Guys, I cannot stop when I load up an Octagon game playing solo just to try things out and stuff. I cannot stop just adding my favorite mod set, which is all the female pirates who take my cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I just throw them in. I'll, I'll do like like what it tells me to do and then add that. Because I just nice. I love them. And Bonnie. Everything. And Bonnie's set. And Bonnie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what is that yeah. set called? It's, space uh, Pirates. Is, is it Space Pirates? It's okay. just called Space Pirates. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And then, so they go in every scenario. I think they make everyone more interesting, more minions. They change your strategy because they're taking your stuff. Um, but 
you know what else I've been playing? I played a couple of times recently with our sort of rule about it is Hella. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been trying to play it by like the spirit of it, of not turtling and going fast and yeah. Okay. That's, that's a good scenario though. Oh, I know Mike has his quibbles, Mike's but wrong, yeah. but that's fine. <laughs> he's wrong about or he's wrong about that, but he's right about while, and that is more. <laughs> oh, oh no, we're not we're not going there. So right, mine, go ahead. Okay, um, I, I this is a tough one for me because my favorite scenario will like change based on what I'm up to. But I'm trying to think what have I played a lot of. So I think it might be Crossbones from the Rise of Red Skull box because it has multiple schemes. Okay. You can it it requires you to play three modular sets. So you get to pick three modular sets. So that gives you a good chance to deck build for the villain, see the different combinations. Uh, which also makes me think, well maybe Hood is my favorite one cuz that one lets me really go all out with crazy amounts, but I think I think I'll go with Crossbones with any three modular sets. So I'm going to cop out on that and just say whatever the modular sets are, of the day are. Um, because you get to <laughs> you get to see them, right? Whatever it is, we might be talking about or we're doing yeah. the most recent stuff because you get to combo them off. So, right, excellent. And our final question: This one shouldn't take too long because the answers are obvious. Out of the three hosts, which one is truly a villain? Which is an elite minion at best? And which one would be cannon fodder for Rocket's relentless assault? Yeah, well, well I, I'm I believe. I'm no, really. I believe oh, in totally. my origin story, I refer to myself as a minion from the Rhino set. <laughs> I was going to say Mike is the cannon fodder, but he's not a villain. He's too nice. So, Well, I think Canadians can be elite minions at best. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> as much as they can rise. I mean, maybe I got an upgrade after that bombshell trick I played on you. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I, that's okay. why I think I'm cannon fodder. I think you can... You can do terrible things like that to me and I'll still come back and yeah, whatever. See, and the fact that this is a fight for last place, I think says it all. <laughs> I mean, we all know I'm the true villain, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Uh, that, you understand my the hierarchy, at least at the top of things. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll let you guys fight out who's the elite minion and who's the yeah. cannon fodder. So yeah. I'd like to know what the uh, our listeners think. So when Mike tells you how to send in, you know, emails, include that in the list, right? How would yeah. you rank us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got it. I've got it. Mustafa's the elite minion. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's the true. He's Could the mastermind. The yeah, he yeah. might be the true villain. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then Mark signs off. Yours in villainy, Mark from Australia. Thanks for the question. I was going to try to say that in an Australian accent, but I, as the man of a thousand accents, there's something about the Australian one I cannot get right. I Thank you for not doing that. that. Yeah. So it's a man of 999 accents. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can't. Yeah. Jeez. Huh. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Awesome. Awesome question. Glad we finally got around to yeah. it. That's why Steve's a true villain. He just buried this thing for nine months. Yeah. Kind of lost um, track of it somewhere. So. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Well, that's great, Steve and Mike. We love questions from the listeners. Thank you. Keep them coming. But what are we. What are we doing tonight, Steve? What are we really here for? I don't know. What are we doing? Is it your turn, Mike? Like, oh, I thought uh, it was. No, I did Sabretooth. I, I'm, I'm good. Oh, so Daniel must be up for something. 
I have this terrible feeling it was up to me. Yeah, oh, no, did didn't you do I do a mystique? Well, huh. it can't be my turn. Is it my turn? Well, I don't. Why? Well, we're not uh, like all caught up on content, are we? No, we're definitely not. I okay. didn't do anything either. So it looks like the three of us. No one brought mm. anything prepared. Well, you did get the new big screen TV, Steve. Why don't we just watch some MTV? Do you mean Mojo Television? I sure do. Awesome. Inside. Foreclose that Tristan lost. That bold three detergent plus fabrics off it. Relief. You two take care of labor. Only intended for a plane captain. You don't want to die of cold. Toll free. honeymoon but when i got back and i found out that he'd stolen ben lies have gotten all of us into so much trouble in the marvel champions justice system the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups the villains who instigate the crime and the heroes who prosecute the offenders None of which these are, are their stories my goodness it looks like someone's been breaking and taking things from the diamond exchange it sure does daniel we're going to need to investigate the crime scene. Mike, who got here suspiciously fast? What's happened here? Well, um, looks like a massive creature stampeded through the storefront and took all the diamonds. What's he talking about, Steve? A massive creature? Hell if I know what he's talking about. Wait, look there, Daniel. What's that thing stuck in the wall? It's uh, some, some sort of ivory horn. Well, you think the criminal was in the Philharmonic? Doubt it. And it seems likely the musical taste of our perp is irrelevant. Daniel. What's next, Mike? Hmm, let's see, let's see here. Um, well, we gotta build this case. Clue number one is that ivory horn you found. Look here, do you see any patterns in this, uh, broken window glass? I don't. How about you, Steve? No. I thought tracking the perp through broken glass would be easier. But it's a real... Pain. Yeah. No, look here. These are massive rhino hoof prints. Walking on the broken glass. Like I'm walking on broken glass. Walking on broken glass. Walking on broken glass. And here is clue number three. This conveniently placed crumpled up bad credit score report. A credit report? What's that have to do with it? It's elementary, my dear Daniel. Rhinos are notorious for having bad credit from constantly barging. Well, then, well, we had to be on the lookout for a Russian male with a deep-seated hatred of spiders who may have access to a rhino suit. <sighs> Closing arguments for the prosecution. Your Honor, we all know the defendant, Alexei Sistevich, robbed the diamond exchange that night in order to attempt to frantically make some quick money to cover his debts with the Hellfire Club after a recent scheme of his failed. Need I remind this court he had in fact been attempting a scheme to murder his wife, Margot, after hearing about her affair with Herman Schultz. 
He had come up with a perfect plan to blackmail an old acquaintance, Bill Baker, to carry out the murder. But the carefully orchestrated yeah, setup like went awry, music. and Margot, thankfully, is still alive. With the insurance money lost, and the scheme in shambles, he did the only thing he knew how. He broke into the diamond exchange, and he took the diamonds from the exchange. Arrest Mark. Peace. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. Murdoch, closing statements for the defense. Hey, man. Even I can see he's guilty. The defense rests. Ladies and gentlemen, the story you heard was true. Only names have been changed to protect the innocent. Oh... Uh. I mean, well, that was all right. I don't know. I like the writing better in season one, guys. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, the accent was good. The, that one guy with the New York accent was stellar. <laughs> yeah, you know what that reminds me of, though? That, what? That reminds me of a mojo set. Crime? Yeah. Should we talk about that, I guess? I knew there was something about that that made me think of something else. Yeah. Oh, guys, huh. you caught me monologuing. <laughs> Right, well, hey, let's take a moment. Let's look at the Mojo Scenario Pack. Six total cards, six by title, uh, randomly used in all the scenarios that come in the Mojo Pack. And oh. you can use them anywhere you want. That's true. True. Uh, okay, so who starts? Well, not Steve, you, Steve. Mike. I think you should no. start. All right, I'll start. We're, we're going to look at the environment card called Dial M for Mojo. So dun, dun. it has the setting and the show tray. <laughs> Each other encounter card gains insight one. Each friendly character gets plus one thwart. When revealed, discard each other setting environment in play. If this card was revealed from the encounter deck, it gains surge with one boost icon. You should totally play this in Magneto. Oof. <laughs> with four <laughs> players. <laughs> uh, yeah, that insight one is a, can be a thing. Yeah. But if it's not a thing, then you clear it, right? Yeah, well, so this is like out of the mojo genre sets, they all have like an environment that kind of sets the tone for the show, say. And this right, is the right. this is the threat one, right? Here's an insight one on every other encounter card, but everybody gets to thwart a little easier. And some scenarios maybe it'll start in play, other ones you have to draw it, right? And then it can get replaced. That sort of thing. So right. why don't we look at the next card then? Oh, yes. Build the case. This is an obligation. It has an acceleration (laughs) icon. (laughs) Wow. Nice. Make one mistake in 2016. (laughs) Forced response. After a side scheme is defeated, place one clue counter here. Then if there are at least three clue counters here, discard this card. And it has a single boost icon. Uh, I have never had this come out. I think I've always had this as a boost. We played Mojo. Did we play Crime? I don't know. Uh, yes, we did. We did for sure when we played. It might have been the game Spiral. Eventually, you get no, through all of them. Yeah, you do the campaign. Right. You eventually make it through all of them. Yeah. So it's an acceleration, which is more threat. So we're seeing what the Crime set is doing. Seems like it's threat. Um, and you got to get rid of it by thwarting schemes, side schemes. So that's kind of cool. So one way or another is actually a good thing. 
or all the new player side schemes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that counts? It just yeah. says Ooh. side scheme. It doesn't say encounter side scheme. side scheme. Yeah. Ooh, I feel like that's going to be clarified in FAQ at some point. I don't think so, because I think it was kind of clarified already by someone somewhere that they're all side schemes. Hmm. You're still... because, uh, because cable goes off no matter what on certain things. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. he's, you're still spending your time dealing with that player side scheme instead of yeah. dealing with the main. Yeah, but it's not building the case. It's like, let, let me build the case. I'm going to go home and grab my magnifying glass. Sweet. Clue one. No. <laughs> uh, clearly, it's planted evidence. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Actually, uh, yeah. I, I, the murdered. You got me. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, watch out for um, those murders on this one. So I like this because, you know, you draw it, it goes in front of you, but everyone can deal with it. Or it's sort of a global thing, right? Yep. It's like a card in front of you that actually acts like an environment, correct? Yeah, kind of. In a sense, right? Um, well, that's cool. I'm thinking an obligation like this might necessitate that this modular set might have a side scheme or two. Oh, good, idea. Oh. good call. Only, only if, there's, uh, if there's hero bias. Oh, well, true. Well, let me tell you one of them, guys. Crime scene investigation is a side scheme. It seems the victim's luck ran out. I guess you could say he lost his mojo. (laughs) All right. So uh, anyway, crime scene (laughs) investigation comes out with five threat has hinder one per player. Threat cannot be removed from other schemes. Schemes, gentlemen, not other side schemes. Right. Schemes. Now, as a hero action, however, you can spend X nerd resources to remove X threat from this scheme. Well, that makes sense. That's themey. I like that. And it has two boost icons. All right. Pretty good. Now, you can still, of course, thwart normally, correct? Uh, yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. You can thwart normally, but you can also take this hero action. Too. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's a good theme. I think that's neat. I like how it's basically a crisis for everything. Yeah. Good lord. And it doesn't say like it prevents all threat removal too. Sometimes it's like patrol means you can't thwart it, but you can still remove threat in a different way. No, this is just no threat anywhere. So Right. Yep. Shuts down those cheating yellow decks. Yeah. Well there's one side scheme, so there's gotta be a second side scheme, right? I should hope so. Okay. This one is Law and Order. I hold both of me in contempt. Judge Mojo. That picture is so disturbing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Hinder one per player. Each friendly character gets minus two attack. Oh. It has a hero action spend X energy resources, remove X threat from the scheme, has a five base and three boost icons. Now, not sure what the energy's doing there. I, nor do I understand how this is one. It would make sense if. Each character got minus two attack, but it seems like the villains get to beat up on us just fine. It's each friendly character gets minus two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's not really law and order. It's more <laughs> what <laughs> more heroes. Uh, uh, no, no, it's it's Mojo's court. Yeah. Okay. The police still get to have their stun guns and stuff in Mojo's court. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. yeah. I, I guess. I, I mean, okay. So you're not. It does make it harder for the heroes to hit us. So that's nice. That's nice. No, no. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. 
I don't, yeah, like, like Mike said, like what the energy resources, like how this theme works out, I don't know. Well, like I guess one of each, so I guess feeling, this one's here. <laughs> I have a feeling I know what the next one might be. Oh, like. good call. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's find out. Let's find out, Mike. The next one is Dragnet. I was never here. Boss mode. This also has, guess what, guys? Five threat and hinder uh, one per player. You're trying to tell me it has hinder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. One per player. Uh, this time, the villain cannot take damage. Mm. So same thing like with, with the whole threat thing. No, no, no. It's not can't be attacked. It's cannot take damage. Hero action. Spend X fist resources to remove X threat from this scheme. And it has two boost icons. Now, he can't take damage because he's hiding in a garbage can? Why do you live in a trash can? Well, uh, the rents are cheap. And I love trash. That's cool. Yeah. Is it a garbage can? Is it a sewer? I thought it was a sewer. It could be a manhole cover. No, it can't be a manhole because there's the other ridge on the bottom. Clearly, it's a barrel of toxic waste because Mm, look at the guy. Fuming or something. Yeah. Yeah. There's some green smoke coming. (laughs) So, Dragnet's a real old TV show that I never watched, but Daniel, you probably watched it. What? Does this make. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Way to have your bill bill moment. Mm, Thank you. Oh. Hey, you um, had one earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you were due. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, this is fine. I, I like it. Why does the one have three boost icons and the other two? Hey, hey, hey. I don't know. Order, order. Do not, do not contradict the judge. Oh, it has three okay. boost icons. That that's all you need to know. Yep. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's elementary, my dear Daniel. Oh, okay. When revealed. <laughs> <laughs> elementary, my dear Mojo. When revealed, choose one. Move all threat from a side scheme to the main scheme. That side scheme is defeated. Oh. Or discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until a side scheme is discarded. Reveal that card. Huh. Yeah. No boost icons. How many boost icons? Yeah, none. That's the rough part. Your not only that, is it's kind of useful for the good guys. Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? Well, yeah. unless that side scheme has six threat on it, and it's a solo game, and you got to move six threat over. Um, well, yeah, but then you're doing the other one. Yeah, which will get you to one of these three. You know, could get you one Eventually. of these three. Yeah. Um, it's not. You don't get to choose. You have to discard until you get it. So you could deck out. Um, yep. And it is revealed, so you get all the the best parts of the side scheme you put out. So, you, you know, fetches one of these side schemes or pushes threat over. So, which is what this set's doing. So, sure, sure. Now, keep in mind, every single one of these should also say insight one if the environment is out, making them mm, just a little true. better. That is true. That's true. This is the first of the mojo, you know modules we're, we're going to look at um what do we think of the first you know what do we think of it i'm gonna give it two stars <laughs> okay uh, out of I how many like that new rating I, out of five right oh out of five i was gonna say ten um oh, wow what's the Nel- nielsen rating scale for these yeah. so i don't even know okay yeah i i do like the the villain cannot take damage this Schemes cannot be cannot have any threat removed. That is fantastic. Elementary, my dear Mojo, is weak sauce. 
Um, no, it's a it's a cute one. It's not particularly tough, but it does it does make the game more interesting. It gives you more things you have to thwart. I don't know. I I feel like it's your enjoyment of this set is going to depend strongly on what kind of deck you're bringing. Uh, your Hulk mm. entire fist deck is not going to work very well. Your <laughs> Justice one way or another deck with all the jazzy stuff about side schemes, you're going to have a blast. Just a blast with this one. Now, Mike, at the beginning of this, you talked about how you can throw these things anywhere you want. Would you ever play this one outside of Mojo? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Because I, I do that. Uh, people who've watched my videos, you'll normally see me not just pick... I like, I won't, I'll very rarely just pick this out of nowhere and throw it in something, but I may do something like, hey, let's do Mojo Television in Rise of Red Skull or something like that. Oh my gosh, Rise of Red Skull with this set would be interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's some fun stuff you can do here. Yeah. Um, so I, I would do it like, yeah, put a different television show in every scenario on the campaign, things like that. Yeah, and I don't think... Just because it came in the Mojo Pack, I don't think it's like only any good in the Mojo Pack. You know, uh, no. you definitely get some fun interactions. Yeah, yeah. Now, all by itself, maybe not. You know, maybe something that where you get a couple, just to kind of beef it up a little bit. But still, uh, if you're not ready to thwart, you know, or you don't have the right resources, it could be could be a pain. Yeah, and keep in mind that there's no minions in this set, right? So if you're playing a scenario that has very few minions already and no other sets that, that you're just, I don't know, may not have a good time. Yeah, it has to be balanced out a bit. Throw it in Green Goblin or throw it in Drang. I still like Red Skull. That's a good idea. Yeah, because you're, you're going to shuffle three of these side schemes right in. and Yeah. You're diluting that deck. Yeah. At the elementary, my dear Mojo, you're going to basically have to choose the first one or you're going to discard and deck out. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no side schemes yet, you know, in the or in the main deck there, so that could be interesting. Hmm. Yeah, and then out of this whole set, you're putting three cards in the encounter deck. One of them's going to get pulled out forever because it's an environment. Yep. Oh, that sounds fun. So it really shrinks the deck a lot. Yeah, yeah. this would be good. All right. Uh, we normally give it a a real rating. What do we think? Should we do that, or are we okay? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm like, going to say two like, out of five. Two out of five. I like like doing the uh, the stars. Okay. I'm going to agree with Mike on the two, but for a slightly different reason, I've never a fan of these sets that just sort of are as formulaic as this. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like we got the three sides games, like one does the fist, one's the like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but five out of five for like the funny names and art. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This one's <laughs> yeah, fun to yeah. flip through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's something kind of disturbing about Mojo. <laughs> Yeah, always. always. And this is all yeah. commissioned art. Everything has art credit on it, right? Kudos to FFG. Yeah. I want a play mat of that Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. It's just like, yeah. Oh, Lord. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm okay with it. I think at the end of all, of all of these, maybe we should kind of rank our favorites. Oh, that's a good idea. Yep. Because I have a feeling that this one won't won't be uh on the top of my list all right well mike hey folks are you as psyched for season two as we are email us your thoughts at critical encounters pod at gmail.com we are critical encounters on facebook and you can find our youtube channel or patreon by searching for critical encounters podcast and on discord we are fardane big phone Loaf, and wandering too if you like our show tell your friends 
don't like our show, tell your enemies. Mojo, take us out. I told you not to touch that dial. Verdict's already in. The verdict is in, Frank. But the jury is out. Thank <laughs> you.